0: I've been asked if there's any rules and the rules are that there's no rules. You know what I'm saying? On site, SK Vibe Maker, Levi's House of Strauss. It's very sunny today. I've been sweating today, but it's all right because I wear deodorant. And it's funny because I have to say that because not everybody wears deodorant. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you'd be very surprised when you learn that someone don't wear deodorant. I feel like different people's bodies act in different ways. It's all good. Glory's in the building. Represent radio, presenter, DJ. You know what I'm saying? Davda's here. Kiss Fresh. Sound man, DJ, (laughs) presenter. I find it kind of kind of strange when I describe people. I feel like they should describe themselves. How do you kind of describe what you do, Glory?
1: Uh, what I do, um, I'm here to have a good time and entertain people.
0: Straight. So that's like yeah. when people look up, like, Glory's expertise, what she's about, that's mm. what it is. Yeah. A fun-loving person, yeah?
1: Yeah. Giggle on the way.
0: Straight. Mm-hmm. But you but you DJ and present. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. yeah I DJ
1: at? and present. That's my main medium of having a
0: great time. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dafda? How do you explain what you do, man? Just music. Loads of music. So
2: that DJ, presenter, producer, not yet though. I wouldn't say producer yet, but I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, all of that sound, man, you can see. (laughs) I've got a
0: catchphrase, man. I say my interviews are hotter because I actually feel like I qualify as an interviewing expert. And I feel like I'm an expert in this music industry as well. That's what I'm owning. I don't know. You can you, own yeah, that, yeah. yeah we'll give that I, to you. I, I, yeah, yeah. thank you. But like when I say I'm owning it, because I really mean it though. Sometimes people say stuff and they don't actually believe mm. what they're saying about themselves. Do you know what I'm saying? And you can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's crazy. So this week there was um, a viral tweet. I like to do Twitter still. Some people think they're too cool for the Twitter. They're mm. doing up TikTok more time and just scrolling, swiping, scrolling, swiping. I like to scroll and swipe through the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And there's Informative stuff. It's not playtime all day, every day. Sometimes research is sometimes, I'm not saying I use Twitter for research, but sometimes see things on Twitter and then go and read about it further. But anyway, there was a tweet on Twitter this week about the term roadman and how roadman could be possibly a slur. Has roadman replaced people saying the N word or rude boy? And when people say, like, oh, you know, my man's a road man are they really like sort of alluding to race class what are they alluding to are you a road gal glory
1: <laughs> I rip my ends but I don't refer myself as a road girl because if gang pull up I'm not going to back my bedrooms I'm not on <laughs> smoke but I do think road man is a slur now before it was like yeah someone on road like they're on smoke but now it's an aesthetic that people assume if you've got a tracksuit on or you're wearing a hat and like all your clothes are black, people assume that you're a roadman. Well, silly people assume that you're a roadman. And it's like, what does that mean? Mm. You don't know who that person is just because of the way they dress. And I do believe it alludes to a specific race, the race being black. Uh, because underneath that tweet, someone quote tweeted it and said, Oh, but when you lot say boss man, isn't that a slur? And everyone was like, No, dead it, because that's the term of respect. To the person who owns the shop, slyly no,
0: though, because I mean? feel like sli- it's, it's it's a like it's it's an underhanded blow. What? Like Not not to deviate, but when they say boss man, they're slyly saying like you're the boss, but I, like a like like boss, like you're you're not really the boss, but oh, boss man. Obviously, because, I'm not bending know, so, so, down to so, greet so, boss someone, man. So, someone says, someone's mm-hmm. kind of says more time like boss man, but they don't really mean you're the boss. They're kind of like, well, I know you kind of run this place, but I don't respect you like like a boss but boss man but even people, a
1: slur though do you get what I mean I
0: feel like it's an underhanded one <gasps> as well yeah I, I, feel like I, f- I feel like it is I feel like it is I think it's the
2: way you say it you know like how you, how you come across you're like yo boss man like that's cool man mm. be like
0: hey boss man you get me like that's yeah. a bit are you a road man though nah man <laughs> do you I'm, take offence to someone possibly calling you a road man I would just disagree I
2: don't I wouldn't take offence but I'd disagree mm. I was like you don't know me you can't call me road man you can't call me bad man you can't call me good boy you know what i'm saying you don't know me no oh.
0: <laughs> the thing is it's so loaded it's so loaded when someone calls you a road man or a road gal you know what i'm saying they're alluding to that basically you're from the streets that you're ghetto mm. and we know that it definitely comes it's not a term of endearment mm. in no way sense of any form is it a term of endearment so it's like it's very much loaded and I feel like, like if my mum called me roadman, like, yeah, yeah, you'd be moving like a roadman. Like, I feel like there's nothing good to be taken from it that. That's true. I so, feel like she was G-checking
1: you. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm
0: saying? She definitely, she definitely would be G-checking me. And it's like, I just kind of really feel like the roadman term is slightly a N-word.
1: I see why you would say that because sitting here now, I can't think of a time where I've witnessed someone call another person roadman and they're white or, like they're Asian. It's always like a black guy wearing a tracksuit, mm-hmm. just minding his business. So I I see where you you why you would say that.
0: I
2: feel like when you say you're a road man, you like you're like sending them to a little box yeah. that you made up. Like that yeah. box there is for you, man, and you man are road man. <laughs> you mm-hmm. get me? So yeah, I hear that still.
0: It makes me think of like funny enough. Like there was something going on like where. Peter Andre and his son was being interviewed or whatever Peter Andre's son was there about and then a lot of the the press reported on the fact that Peter Andre's son was speaking um, street did you see anything about that no No. you didn't see nothing about that so basically Peter Andre's son is there having an interview or whatever I feel like he's slightly talking about like his family and his music and then like a lot of the media outlets the commercial media outlets Mm. reported that oh Peter Andre's son speaking street. Now to us, to everybody that's like from inner city London, he's just speaking like a regular young person. Yeah. Mm. What's he like, 16, 17?
1: Yeah.
0: But to mainstream media, they were kind of saying that he's speaking street. And they, again, it was loaded with what I feel like negativity or like some other stuff. Yeah. It's like, why would you even say that statement, bruv? You get it like why would the you mic. say,
2: would say why would you say that a man is speaking street like what's the point now what is the reason and if you ask him the reason they won't know in it what, what would they say i don't know
1: they had their narrative that they wanted yeah, to paint that's and what then it is. saying that it was portrayed mm. through just saying that because it's simple things that are fully loaded that is it's, it's, it's implicit like saying someone's talking street it's like what do you mean mm. i haven't said not one word of slang. What are you talking about?
0: Mm-hmm. This roadman thing, some people might say that it's been blown way out of proportion, but the tweet definitely went viral and there was a lot of stuff spoken about it. And like, I know that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm the most prim and proper person. I don't wear suits and all those kind of stuff, but just because we don't wear a suit and maybe we're not like the best shaven and maybe we might be wearing a trackie, why does that have to be affiliated with the roads mm. cuz let's get it let's not get it twisted when you're alluding or you're referring to the roads you're talking about ghetto you're talking about maybe some some illegal activities do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and to to say that someone sees me like that is kind of funny because yeah i probably know some of those people but is that my daily life no you know me you see what i do why all of a sudden are you going to call me a roadman you see me here presenting, you see me doing a radio show, I pay my taxes, things are above board. What part of me is a roadman? Mm. So why would I get referred to as a roadman? Just because of what I'm dressed like. I think it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like we have to pull up people a lot more about this stuff. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of this sly stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? The microaggressions. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you get referred to as a roadman today, do you check someone? Devda? What do you mean? Like do you check them? Like that they, they refer oh, to you as a roadman. Nah. Oh as in do I You come in the building and someone saying, Oh you see that roadman over oh, there? Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out of my way,
0: but I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it still. Mm. What's your definition of a roadman?
1: <laughs> someone who does extracurricular activities, like they're on road, like they don't have time for all of the other things. Their line is always ringing. They're literally on road, like the road is is them. their way of life like that's mm. how they get their bread that's that's how they that's where they get their respect and yeah that's where the food chain is for them that's their world
0: the mm. road not their ends the road i just want to check you on something i have to check you on something you said as well because someone might see like right oh, here oh gosh i've got two phones yeah and this is something that's <laughs> often associated with a road man as well you know what I'm nah, saying, sir? i didn't say two lines I said the line's always ringing because okay, they're the on road doing ring. illegal yeah, yeah, activities. Yeah. But just because your line's always ringing as well, like...
1: Line ringing for customers. I'm talking about illegal activities
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have to specify it. Because the line me. may
1: be ringing with the babes. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I that say? doesn't make me a road yeah. girl. Mm.
0: That, that,
1: that's For me, that's what a road man is.
0: Would you, would you go out with a road man? <laughs>
1: um, no, not, not me today. No, no. I don't have time.
0: Mm. And
1: he wouldn't have time for me.
0: Would you, would you have a road gal?
2: Um, nah, man. Nah, I'm a, you know what? I'm a good boy. Still, I said I'm not. But yeah, nah. But do we have <laughs> to be?
0: Do we have to be bad if we have like an other half that's a road gal or a road man? What does that mean? Because you know sometimes they say that gal like a a bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Do you know what? Like we're grown people here. Yeah. So when girls say, "Oh, I love a bad boy," like yeah it's excitement for me that just screams unhealed trauma or like you think toxicity is is the normal thing and i say that because in my opinion anyway if i was to date a roadman like full-on smoke i would have to understand the world that he's operating in and i don't because i wasn't raised in like ends where a lot of roadmen are present like I, I've never been in a trap house. I've never, like... I don't even have that many friends that are affiliated in that world. So to be in a relationship with someone who's a r- full-on road man, I'm setting myself up because, for example, one of my love languages is quality time. He's not going to be able to do that because he's <laughs> outside making mm-hmm. money. On mm-hmm. the road. So, yeah, I think it would be quite irresponsible of me to think that will work.
0: So, Davda, on the flip side, like, sometimes... As, as, as a young man, you could be looked at a particular way because because you're not a road man. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, people sort of uh, um, associate the fact that because you ain't from the streets or you ain't a road man, that you might be soft. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I know that you're definitely well into your music. You're a music nerd just like me. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that sort of dynamic of things, man? Because sometimes people might be fronting with it. like yeah. I'm a road, They ain't really a road man, though. I just don't pay attention man I can't lie like literally all I think about every day
2: is like my music and like my family and that and that is I haven't got ta- like, I haven't got space in my head especially with all this internet technology business I ain't got space for that like, to even hear it I can't lie mm. so I'm not maybe I should pay attention and address but
0: I can't I ain't got time bro <laughs> I have to sort of say with the, the road gal and the road man as well because I feel like it's top of the the sort of Agenda road man But there's road gal as well You know 100%. You know what I'm saying There's road gal They're out here mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So that definitely <laughs> needs to be Put on the record as well Yeah You know what I'm saying I don't know how the gal are feeling about it Maybe they You know we're dealing With a lot of um, equality So we have to make sure That they're in there as well So you want the <laughs> <laughs> You want it
1: Do you want it equal In the real definition Or the
0: slur I'm just saying I'm acknowledging The road gal Ah uh, yeah yeah Shout out they to might the road be like, gal um, They might be like um, Hang on Road girls yeah. matter too.
1: Like Jack in Top Boy, she's a road girl. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. She's hard. Bro. She's
1: she's on. I don't things. spoil
0: it. though I've seen one episode. No, I won't spoil it for yeah, you. It but yeah, I've seen I've things. seen three episodes. We're talking about Top Boy season two, and then people that do spoilers are suckers. Yeah, man. Scoundrels, man. Why? <laughs> they're the, they're of the lowest kind, <laughs> man. It, man. Why? Like, why would that? you co- Why would you come
2: come? Why would you approach your day and just ruin people's yeah, lives? It's weird. It's dead. Mm-hmm. I think they
1: just want their notifications to pop off too. Yeah. Yeah. They
0: want a viral tweet by ruining mm, people's day. Weird. Mm. Do you think road girls should be sort of like defined the same way that a roadman is defined?
1: Yeah. I feel like yeah.
0: Feel like they do exactly the same thing. Hundred percent. Do you know what? Don't 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 call me like naive and that, yeah? Oh. I don't think I've ever met a female trapper before. Mm
1: um i think you may have been in rooms with women who trap but because of the notion of like you know men are glorified for it like you like what you're yeah you're making your bees yeah and then when it's a woman it's like are you selling front as well though like are you just trapping kind of thing they Ooh. may be quiet about you're talking it.
0: about that type of trapping I'm no, talking no, no about... i'm not
1: talking about trapping front but i'm saying like <laughs> The way women who are involved in extracurricular activities compared to the way men are viewed when they're doing illegal activities is different. So they may be just low profile about it.
0: So you're saying that the way that women are operating is like sort of, they're about it with their activities then because to quote the notorious B.I.G., bad boys move in silence and violence. I'm not cosigning any of that type of stuff, but... If you're about that life, you kind of want to be more stealth with it. It's illegal in it, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And I'm not, again, I'm not co-signing none of that behavior. It happens though, but I just feel like when a, when a guy is doing that, he's more out here with it, and you can spot them. Because
1: people will spot him for it.
0: Yeah. But if it's a woman, people will side eye and be like, "Rah." Like, so are we really? saying that the that when it comes to this trap life, the road girls are the real ones with it? Then
2: mm. potentially,
0: <laughs> you I, know, a couple road girl that I don't happen? know
2: i am i d I I'm I'm thinking as well, I don't know any. I don't know any
1: Exactly. That's how mad they are.
2: Maybe you
0: they're, nah, they're nah, hard. Nah. Then. I don't I think I, d- I I think
1: sh- I don't I don't I like to assume I don't know. But maybe I've like bumped into a few women and I'm like, yeah, you're right, cool. And I and I'm like, Oh mm. You never know. You actually never know. You mm.
0: never know. My thing.
2: I think the fact that we don't know any yeah, uh, that means they're stealthy and they're mm-hmm. hard. They're doing it like maybe they're doing it properly. I'm yeah. not co signing it. But yeah
0: that means they're moving crazy with it, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Road in girls any matter business, too.
1: if you want it to pop, whether illegal or, or, or illegal, you have to involve women, honestly, for it to thrive.
0: I just want to say, man, I'm not out here for the beef and the arguments <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, yeah. But <laughs> if you want to ignite me, it's going to be like, if you refer to me as a road man, I just it's very much loaded. I feel like it's loaded. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. I just don't want to hear that. And I'm, I'm checking a lot of people about it recently, this roadman term. You know what I'm saying? There's roadmen out there refer to the roadman as a roadman. Not somebody because they're of a particular age, a particular skin complexion and they're dressed a particular way. You want to say that they're a roadman or a gal You know what I'm saying? You have to be knowing the activities that they're engaging in and then you've got some kind of reason to call them a road man or Mm. a road gal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And let me say, it should actually be road girl, not road gal, because that comes loaded as well. You know what I'm saying?
1: For me, I say it to bigger, the black people, black women. I can't lie. That's why I say gal.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't, like, yeah.
0: Not as a slur. I'm saying though, because when we say gal, Mm -hmm. it sounds like we're referring to a particular demographic demographic so i'm saying this road girl
1: it depends on your intentions behind it if you're doing it with slur and you're saying yeah you're being racist hundred mm-hmm. percent but like for me if i say no she's a rude girl that like she's on things i'm like do you know what i'm not a part of that world but you're doing your thing
0: because we know what people were talking about when they used to refer to someone as a rude boy mm-hmm. know What know i'm saying mm-hmm. we knew what we people were doing and it was loaded the same way with this road man term mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying on-site podcast sk vibe maker levi's house of strauss glory's in the building david is here i'm saying we in here man come on i know what when i'm around you certain times glory i just gotta feel like i feel like i'm so low-key like i just need to stand in the corner or something because the sweat though (laughs) the green hair you're not easy you know cranky Mm i swear it wasn't green the last time i see you though it was it was just a
1: bit it's look it was just a bit faded. They say
0: you need a you needed a fresh and fresh. Yeah, in. it was a
1: fresh. Like it's funny because my my boy was like, oh, like when your hair's fading, it looks like a three five. So it goes through different stages. Like Straight it's bright up. green highlighter, then it goes into like the herb time looking green. Mm, so that's that's I think huh? that's when you that's you.
0: when you saw me. So he's talking about yeah, you know the roadman term, and I was saying if you call me that, it's gonna be ignition igniter. <laughs> I was on the train this week, yeah, and like. I got on the train, and a woman was sitting down on her laptop doing some work. And right beside her, she had a dog sitting on the on the seat. The dog was sitting there like a full Sorry. human passenger. Mm. Now, I had to look, I looked, and I, I wasn't actually that bothered. But then as the carriage filled up, yeah, the carriage was full, and the dog was sitting down on the, on the seat. And the dog weren't moving, and uh, the owner weren't trying to move the dog for people to sit down. I don't even know if they would want to sit down afterwards because the dog's been sitting on the seat. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> true. But my missus, she was with me, and she was highly offended. Even though she was sitting on the seat, she was cool. she was she was furious. Would you be furious if you got on the train and you saw the dog sitting down on the chair, <laughs> and you never had a seat? <laughs> Would you be, be upset? I'll be vexed if there's people that blatantly need to
2: need a seat, yeah? Like, maybe you're disabled or something and you need to sit, they need to sit down and a dog sitting down, like, dog can sit on the floor, blood. But otherwise, again, I don't care, man.
0: Mm, Let I the f- dog sit, man. I feel like, Glory, you're going to be a talk-up person. You're going to talk, you're going <laughs> to... Do you know
1: what? I don't know if I'll be furious, but I'll look at the dog owner sideways, like, this is a dog, bro. I know I'm... I love animals, but I don't... I don't um, I don't think I'll ever have a pet, but, you know, when people start referring to their dogs as babies and, you know, you can tell that the way they treat their dogs is, like, human-like. I'm like, come on, man. Like, if a pregnant lady came on the train and your dog's sitting there, it's like, what's wrong with
2: you? Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying.
1: In fact, forget forget that. Everyone's paid. Well, most people have paid for their travel. Like, mm. they should be able to sit down your dog can actually sit on the floor. Mm. And I know some people will gasp, but it's a dog, bro. Let the dog sit on the floor.
0: Treat the dog like a dog, yeah? It's a dog.
1: dog. Like, in your house, if you want the dog to sit on the sofa, that's your house.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: but there are people here that have paid for the travel, and with that is a seat.
2: Mm. So I think you should ask the dog for the his oistacard. <laughs> yeah, let, gonna... the, let the
1: dog... Tap in yeah,
2: through man. the barriers. The dog tap he can sit, man. <laughs> <otherwise>. Nah, man.
0: <laughs> I want to say that, like, not a lot of people come to my house. I don't like unexpected visitors. Even if my mum comes to the house unexpected, I might look through the window and be like, I ain't even opening the door yet. I don't <laughs> like unexpected visitors. Yeah. So not a lot of people come to my house. When people do come to my house, I can't be asking all visitors to be taken off their clothes so they can sit on the couch, yeah? But you see us, we live in our house, like, First thing I do when I come in the house is change my clothes. I've been mm. sitting down on public transport. I ain't gonna use them same clothes that I sat down on the bus or the yeah. train with and sit down on the couch or the chairs at the table because mm-hmm. case in point, man, dogs are sitting down on the flipping chairs, and you don't know when you've come on that carriage and what's been sitting yeah. on the chair before like and dogs they don't wipe their bum like not too much are just details. deep in it yeah. dogs
1: don't wipe their bum
0: dogs don't wipe their bum bro. And then dogs sit on all kinds of other stuff in the street. You know what I'm saying? What? Did you think dogs wipe their No, bones? I'm just, <laughs> no,
1: because I don't think about dogs' bums all day, innit? I but don't I'm just ever. deep in it. Like, dogs don't wipe their bum. The Wait, don't their, their p- owners wipe yeah, their yeah,
0: bum? though? The dog? owners should wipe the bums, though. I've sure? only just started seeing yeah, um, owners that walk around after their dogs picking up the poo-poo and that. Mm. Nasty. Because it's warm, innit? I don't know. You sound like you're speaking from experience. No, because
1: poo is warm, isn't it? Like, I don't know. It, no, cause, no, don't do that, SK, okay, because <laughs> our inner no, body sh- no, warm. Sure warm. Sure yeah, sure. our inner body's warm.
0: I don't know if it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's warm, it's warm. We're talking about some <laughs> rancid stuff, right? About <laughs> <laughs> it's mad, you know what I'm saying? No. But yeah, man, shout out to all the people that are definitely... I'm not really into, like, confrontation like that. So it's like I had to definitely cool down my girl like and tell her like, easy man, easy. She was really getting upset, like and I was like, listen man like she don't really travel on public transport. We's on the train, isn't it. She's mm. used to just driving around. I have to travel into like central London certain times, so I see all kinds of runnings. Mm. You know what I mean? When it comes to like moving around on public transport, I'm dipping and diving. I know like walk on this side and how to get through, and I know the exits and all. The... I move quickly on the <laughs> yeah. underground. You know I'm saying my girl, she's moving slow. I said no, no, yeah, because nah, you know certain times <laughs> if you don't walk across the pathway, someone's walking into yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying London Underground is not a joke, is man. To all the people for, that are listening all over the world, other parts of the country, London Underground ain't a joke. If you're not built. For that just make sure you don't travel in a rush hour someone will walk into you and feel no way and they'll keep it moving and won't look back and apologize so <laughs> if you're expecting that it's just not gonna happen it's, it's, mad. Kart, it's true. For real. And i'm saying and you can't drive anywhere so you have to get on the public transport it's as simple as that mm. and i'm saying yeah crazy <laughs> on-site podcast we definitely in here now something I want to talk about is Shen Sia man she just released her debut album a few weeks ago eagerly anticipated the princess of reggae dancehall she's been flames in the place for the last three years um she hasn't really released a project. I think she released like a mixtape before, but she's been shelling it down with singles like reggae dancehall artists do. And she's got like a lot of big rhythms. Her discography, her catalog is crazy. If you want to do a Shenseea segment in the dance, whether it's in a, a reggae dancehall setting, you can go for a long time. If you want to be in a hip hop dance, you can play Shenseea for a good amount of time, and it goes down. She's got the she's got the joints. She's got the bangers. But when it comes to releasing an album for reggae dancehall artists, it always seems like a challenge. Uh, we've had um, very big albums in the past from shaggy he's like the only reggae dancehall artist to go diamond that means he sold 10 million units we've had big albums from beanie man sean paul they're some of the biggest selling reggae dancehall artists Coffee's about to release her debut album as well but let's go back to shensia debut album. coffee debut album alpha that's the title of it let me get it right you know what i'm saying so just before she released the album she had the single with megan the stallion called lick And then she had the song with 21 Savage. Now, people that are like reggae dancehall um, purists will know the history of when it comes to reggae dancehall artists releasing their albums. They might get very experimental and start drifting into other genres. The purists do not like this. Now, people were worried when they heard the song with Megan Thee Stallion. You know what I'm saying? They were worried when they heard the song with Twenty One Savage. How did you feel about it, Davda, being like a, a reggae dancer purist?
2: You know what, yeah? I don't mind, yeah. Because if you go listen to old school Supercat Cat or Shabaranks, you're hearing hip hop joints on the albums. So it's like they're just doing what the originals were do, or do were doing. So I'm not too fussed really. I don't mind that like if it's if it's gonna work in the clubs or the radio and it's still and you like if Shen Sia likes the song, that's cool man. That's cool? Yeah, that's cool man.
1: My mind is in two places with this year. Because I agree with what you said. At the end of the day, music is an art. You can experiment with it. Um, when the old school reggae artists have linked up with Americans to do hip hop, it's worked well. And it's also helped them, the sound transferred that side. Mm-hmm. So I understand if the label is like, oh, do a song with Meg or do a song with this person. But when the so- who is that?
0: throwing oh,
1: a it was bling me. off my, my bad yeah. I, f- mm. I, I was airing it i was like yeah it's not me still. <laughs> but it was me sorry but i think when the sound is changing from the artist because they're collaborating with someone else i think that's when people start side-eyeing but personally i liked the song with meg you know <laughs> you like lick yeah the the sample in it um vocally as well mm. worked well the the visuals i wasn't ready but mm. i love how like. What's the word? Rounchy Is it Raunchy?
0: It was raw. It was ratchet. Do you know what I'm saying? Roonchi. Yeah.
1: Because mandem can talk about fellatio and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when girls are like singing about it, it's like, oh, that's a bit much.
0: Do we feel like that was the issue? I feel, from the tweets I saw. People feel like she went a bit too far.
1: Okay. So from the tweets I saw, it was a mixture of. Meg The Stallion and Chelsea what's Mm -hmm. going on and I was like you got basic ears like exercise your ears just just let it land in your ears first because the song has literally come out two hours ago Mm -hmm, and you're mm -hmm. tweeting that it's dead Mm -hmm. relax yeah that's another issue with people consuming music too quick Mm -hmm. just to fire their fingers on the internet but then the other tweets were like rah like the lyrics like what like guys it's it's of sexual nature yeah cool but Meg the Stallion, that's her content anyway. Mm-hmm. Shensia's other songs, she ain't talking about washing the plates or like going for mm-hmm. a walk and roller skating. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. She's talking about the real adult thing. So it's them true. two coming together, what were you going to expect?
0: <laughs> so if we see more of like Shensia experimenting a lot more, you know, more hip hop songs, more electronic songs, like... With the Alpha album, it wasn't as experimental as people were kind of starting to worry about. Mm-hmm. When you actually got the album, you see that she's got a song on there with Beanie Man. She's got a song on there with Sean Paul as well. And there is the core, there's the essence in there. But she did risk losing the purists and her core fan base. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Did you feel like you was worrying before the album came out? Like, whoa, where are we going, man? Are we going to get like an album which sounds like a Rihanna album from Shen Yeah, I
2: was... W- you know what worries me more, yeah, is if she doesn't now do dancehall again or something like that. Say so she stops the dancehall and just goes hip-hop for, like, five years. And I'll be like, hang on, like, what's going on? But, like, by all means, release a project like that. Do you get me? Like, I'm not really worrying. If it's even if the whole thing's hip-hop or it's, like, the chat thing, it's cool, man. But make sure you come back with what, like, for me, make sure you come back with what I love you for. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. So I weren't worried. I'm not worried, but, ho- but hopefully I'm not worried.
0: We didn't really get, like, the Shen Yang anthem, yeah. like, Shen on the album. We didn't get Shaw sure, Shaw. Sure. We didn't get, you know what I'm saying, them kind of. I think you
2: got a little bit, you know. It was, But it was, like, within the songs. So the song weren't that, but you heard it in the song a little bit. But, yeah. Here you
1: and I think that's why it's okay. Yeah, Because within the song, she didn't follow the person she was collabing with fully. Mm. She still kind of kept it but with that kind of in the middle, which when you collab with artists that aren't in your genre, I feel like that's You're gonna okay. get a hybrid. Yeah. So
0: part of me thinks, are we being a bit harsh on Sen, Sen-, Sen- because like when it comes to other genres, you hear the artists experiment and blend with other genres. But when it comes to reggae dancehall artists, we want them to stay at their core, it seems. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like,
2: I think that's like artists that you like for something when they go and do something else, you're gonna always be like, "Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you gonna Why are you gonna sell out? Why you gonna sell out?" Well, I don't know. I don't think it's a sellout thing, man. I think she's. I think it's cool.
0: Do mm. we want to see Shenseea blossom into Rihanna? Because there's been the comparisons. Really? There has been. Wow. Whether they're lazy or not, we spoke about it a couple of years ago, and a lot of people were interested in that conversation as well. I think I even spoke to Shenseea about it when I done an interview of her about mm. those comparisons as well. She was cool with those comparisons.
1: because yeah, Rih- Rihanna's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: for me, why I was like, what? Because Rihanna, she has a few reggae songs on her first album.
0: Well, Rihanna's an island girl at the end of the yeah, day. you Yeah, know she's know is an
1: island girl, but like, we don't... If, if you ask a few people, if you just said Rihanna to someone and you asked them, what genre did you think of straight away? I think a few, a few people will say reggae. That's why that comparison is interesting because mm-hmm. we know Shentsia for the dancehall, reggae sound, yeah. So then if she then goes into like that route, it'll be very interesting. I think then I will understand why people are fuming. But then at the end of the day, like when we love an artist, we have to love them enough to see them grow and experiment. Mm-hmm. As long as I think as long as the integrity is still there, as long as are, is like, I want to do this and it's not someone else telling her to do it, then I'm good.
0: Are we yeah. saying that we're a bit too tribal when it comes to reggae dancehall artists and we're not allowing them to experiment enough? Um, I feel like when you got Sean Paul's debut album, you got Dancehall. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got Dancehall on these, on these debut album. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we haven't had as much of what we would expect from Shensia on yeah. her debut maybe, album. Maybe it
2: would have been better for people to take it in if she released like four Dancehall albums mm. and then dropped this. And then you'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, that's calm, that's fine. Yeah. But because it's the first thing and it's like experimental, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit mm. wishy for people. Yeah,
1: she should have carried it for a bit and then gone be a, and then subtly let her listeners know, like, guys, I'm just gonna branch out now, but remember, I got the, I got the two albums
2: that mm. the dance for. But then, so
1: don't think I'm snaking it. Yeah, yeah. But she went, debut album, I'm experimenting. Everything. <laughs> it's like, mm. whoa, chill out.
2: <laughs> but, but you say that, yeah. But then she's got bare singles that are just like yeah. proper good dancehall mm-hmm. songs. Mm. But then again, a- another thing, this is uh, going a bit astray. But see, the sound of dancehall now is so mixed with everything. I think everything's kind of like like that. So it's not even... You might release dance it do not even sound like Dancehall. And you're thinking it's Dancehall, but it's not Dancehall. But it's just got the boom, tch, like the, the 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 snares on the three, not the yeah. four. So it's Dancehall. But tch, I don't know, man. Dancehall's a bit... The genre, the clarity of the genre has faded in my head.
0: Or has the reason that Shenziah said, you know what, I've done all that shelling stuff. I'm going to have more of an experimental sound because reggae Dancehall is basically in a downfall or it's playing the back burner to mm. some of the other genres yeah
2: well it's not dance was
0: not as strongest right now but yeah maybe because from coming from the dj standpoint like you know what i'm saying i play a significant amount of dance when it's coming to like the peak part of the party mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but if we check the majority of the dancehall that we're playing it's it's, it's old, old. It's, it's old it's like it's like we're talking yeah eight years old i have
2: to go into a deep dance to play new like skings and governors and then man otherwise no one knows that like you don't know that you might know one song that's what you i'm might saying. Know, like crocodile teeth and that's yeah, it you exactly. don't, don't know the rest of the skinny thing <laughs> like, if,
0: if, if we're checking it out of the new artists to come through skilly is like literally one of the only artists that has made a sort like because what, what what intents are you playing in like a commercial dance hall? not in what? commercial nah. like, no w- no what, what, like what new alkaline are you playing none Mm-mm. of them Mm-mm. what governor what massacre are you playing what skeng like you said what were you playing
2: mm. skeng's the only gunmanship's the only thing that I can play in a commercial place but even then yeah it might flop bruv like if I play that and people are not ready it's gonna flop it's not gonna work mm. Mm. but then if I yeah if you play like heads high and traffic blocking and bruv it would just work <laughs> <like>. <laughs> bumper, all yeah.
1: of
0: that. It just work <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's what I mean man yeah
1: skilly but it's nostalgia but new at the same time mm. the way he sounds I think yeah. that's why everyone was like instantly yeah
0: even yeah, I mean say that though, how, how how long can you play Crocodile T four? Not long. Sixty yeah, seconds maybe.
1: <laughs> Confuse <laughs> me a bit. The what what
0: what? I like that still, but I like most of it still. <laughs> mm, <laughs> that's what I mean. So like with with a lot of dance dancehall, it can be. I feel like like with Shenyang Anthem, it's not the longest song by Shenseea, but you can play the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can play it. It's going off. What's your top three Shenseea songs, man? Oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, uh, I like Ludi. I can mm-hmm. That's early. Bad yeah
2: and then after what's the one what's it called in the lockdown rhythm um i know what you're talking about that, on that's my... one of the newer ones yeah, though, isn't it? yeah yeah mm. that see that one there is just it just does the job so does the job like mm-hmm. properly you know i play it sit man i can wheel it a couple of times and take a breather have a tea or something you get me mm-hmm. um third i don't know you know
0: i don't know i have to look at my crates mm. what what yours what are yours Yang anthem is number one. I like that song. Mm. Like, I like Sure Sure. And you know yeah. what, like what I've started to just play a lot is, um, first thing in the morning, when I wake oh, up, bless. I just play that, bless. Yeah. It goes off. It's powerful. Song. Yeah, it's a mm. powerful song. Even though like the song to me, the beat, it's, it's not the most original song. Mm. Mm. Like the beat, it's like, it's like a recycled thing, but it goes down. You know what I'm saying? It What's your top three, Shencia?
1: Not in any particular order. Lockdown Rhythm, Yang, and I'm not a side chick, but the side chick. <laughs> yeah. the, the lyrics, like, it makes you wanna walk out and just be a side chick for you to, to sing it and relate to it. Mm. And that's what I love about um, Shenzhou is her lyrics. Like, she's a good writer. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Cause you can sound good. And then when I read the lyrics, I'm like, okay, I see it. But her delivery is mad. And her lyrics mm-hmm. are mad. Like, she's a good storyteller. When
2: there's loads of passion. Yeah. You know, when, when she makes them songs, there's bare passion. Like, I can hear, I can hear she's like, she wants to make you believe she that you it. are the side yeah. chick of the year. You she get means me? that like You she are means the one. It. Yeah. means it. It's
0: funny how girls like the side chick a minute.
1: Because it's not my reality. It makes me go into a universe and then clock out when the song's done. The same
0: like reason why girls like Roadman because it's not their reality. Fantasy, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> 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 Funny. I want to say, when it comes to the Alpha album as well, she started with a bang, with um the Target song, Aim for yeah. the Target. I like that song. I just feel like it didn't need Tiger, if I'm honest, but I like that song. And that's where I feel like it's, it's kind of strange as well. Like Tiger weren't needed. Like, why, why, why is Tiger on this song? But that's just me being, like, maybe a bit, like, critical, But I I also want to put on record that I feel like this is um, a solid debut from Shenzia as well. Because I feel like um, there's a lot of pressure. She's got a big label deal. She signed to Interscope. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of pressure. And I feel like she's delivered, man. Because she could have maybe been a bit bit too danceful. And then uh, they say, oh, this ain't for like a mainstream or a worldwide market. Or she could have been way too commercial and she alienates all of her core audience. So I feel like there's a fair balance on there. Mm. I just would have more appreciated a bit more the Shen Yang anthem side of Shen Xiao on the album. You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, Yeah, there's definitely a balance to reach out to a range of audiences like her core listeners and then the new ones that may not be dance hall heads. But I just feel like I understand with the label and the technicalities and the deal that she's in. But I just thought maybe a mad mixtape with a a dumbbell, you know?
0: Before the album. Yeah.
1: Mm. I think it was a bit too early for an album.
0: I don't think it was too early for an album, Mm. but I feel like a mixtape should have preceded the album. Because, man, Shensi has been shelling for, like, a few years now. 100% but, like... And the problem is with certain dance artists as well, they leave it too long. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I'm saying? But I feel
1: like the mixtape before this album would have been a way to tease that she's now in the experimenting bag mm-hmm. rather than like yeah his album
2: mm-hmm. yeah my, it's a bit sudden man for for me it's a bit like it's a bit sudden it's like she's come
0: abruptly you get <laughs> me like i'm just playing chan and then now i'm playing hip hop and i didn't know mm. yeah when you have a major label deal that's the pressures and deadlines that's there but yeah. well, i'm not gonna cuss it though i'm not cussing it she did well yeah. Are we going to maybe not speak about the fact that, you know, we were saying that you, you said that you feel like Dancehall's not in its peak, you know, I mean, position mm. at the moment or its peak, you know, its best shape? Yeah. Do you feel like Afrobeats has been a major reason for, you know, reggae dancehall taking a backseat? I think, yeah, I think Afrobeats is wicked. The rise in Afrobeats. Yeah,
2: like right now it's it's a beautiful thing, man. Like everything I'm hearing is just sick. So then maybe, yeah, maybe Dancehall's trying to, like, emulate that. And they're failing a little bit because it's like Afrobeats is so musical. I'm hearing saxophones and all of, the, all of these things. And, and, <laughs> yeah. It, it
0: saxophones. <laughs> yeah,
2: but in dance, I'm not hearing that, but the beats sound the same. So like, if the beats sound the same, why is it not at the same level of production? But you let's
1: give it. dance for a bit more credit, though, because a specific example, Wiz, Kids Made in Lagos album. We're not going to sit here and say vocally and musically, mm-hmm. there's no dancehall influence. Mm-hmm. Like this guy goes in and out of Yoruba English and yeah. a bit of whatever, maybe he thinks is patois, but mm-hmm. it's an attempt. yeah. Mm-hmm. And also musically, yes, there's the saxophone, but then there's the melodically dancehall weaves in and out of that album. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's such a fantastic album, because yes, there's Afrobeats, overall mm-hmm. but they're little moments of like jazz yeah. mm-hmm. the kind of a little bit of funk mm-hmm. and then dance So, yeah as a genre by itself it has taken the back seat on the bus but in terms of influencing culture and other genres it's definitely still doing its thing to yeah, this I day agree. you know don't get me wrong that like, yeah. I-
2: the influence Dancehall has is crazy, and it's always going to, like, for from when I've existed, it's been crazy. And everything I hear, I hear Dancehall. But I'm just saying, yeah, Dancehall itself, I don't know, man, I think it needs some positivity. Like, you see when you hear coffee, mm-hmm. I'm all smiling. Mm-hmm. I'm all in the chain smiling. But when I'm hearing Skeng, like, big up Skeng, yeah, bad artist, but I want to hear that in the club, you know, like, mm-hmm. on a, that thing, on a, that one. But I, I'm not getting no
0: happy music, man. I don't know, I'm not getting happiness. All dancing. right, all right. <laughs> l- l- sorry, let's sorry. let's let's speak about the fact that the <laughs> essence of dancehall is soundboy Brap brap brap. Speakers, bass, loud thing, ha- sa- clashing on the stage. Yeah. that's the essence of dancehall, ain't yeah. it? But there's also the, the roots element of it as well, which you could say coffee's more on the side of. But whereas you might say you have the you have the hype with skeng, and mm-hmm. you don't have the the maybe the roots and reflective style of skeng the same time you got coffee over here doing a reflective you know earthy thing and that but maybe you don't have the shelling from her as much now and i yeah. think that since coffees came out with toast people then level the same thing what we're talking about with sincere about wow she's making hip-hop she had the song with gunner in it mm-hmm. the w song and that but so are we gonna get that on coffee's album by the time a lot of people are listening to this podcast you could probably go and listen to the coffee album and And see if there's too much hip-hop on there and too much outside influences so it's like what do we want though
1: yeah i was gonna ask that what do you what do you guys want from dancehall then because that's been going on we said this that's been going on since the 80s the 90s of them like um the kind of collabs with the hip-hop people and all of that and that worked but then and that obviously was a way of crossing the sound over mm-hmm. now the sound is is w- it's well over like the americans know about it mm-hmm. us lot in england europe know about it africa they they love it over there so then what's what's next for dance Like what would you what well, the want? problem
0: is like we've had the juggernauts in reggae dancehall like mm-hmm. we've had like the shabba ranks the super cat with a major deal we've had like the we mentioned sean paul beanie Minds and all that Vibes Cartel and Mavada were underground champions. They didn't really have the crossover like Sean Paul and that had. But like, there's very few and far between crossovers. Like, Egyptian had a one tune, Wayne Wonder had, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've had little. Things. And
1: Nicki Minaj was on the remix. Of do you course, know what I mean? of course. Mm-hmm. But
0: when, we, when we're talking about albums, mm. do you know what I'm saying? I feel like you're not really getting that from dancehall. And the way that the Afrobeat scene and genre has catapulted over the last three or four years you're seeing projects coming through but you're seeing artists coming through with constant hits Mm. yeah and impact just quality
1: but I want people to know not every artist is an album artist you know and that's okay
0: yeah so maybe that's
1: an issue Mm. all my Mm. days
0: for when I ring well, off, I'm not man. Doing maybe People maybe, don't <laughs> ring me. Like, maybe, maybe you're the trapper on the low. That no, we've no, now. not oh, even not no. even. Not not you brought that scared scared to their attention that, that the female trappers, that. the road guy, But yeah. like,
1: not every artist is an album artist, and I think Afrobeats, beats. Well, from my kind of observation, they've clocked that. Artists will come with their single. They have another single. They have another single. Quite again, another single. Only I think, artists. Like Wizkid, Burner Boy. Burner Boy's album, that's another conversation for another day. But even the gap between Wizkid's album, there are massive gaps, you know. Mm. But within those gaps, he's been collabing with people where we would side-eye you You're saying
0: massive gaps, you're talking two, three years.
1: No, but once people get How many the Vibes album Cartel chain,
0: albums are there, man? Too many.
1: But he's a, Official
0: Vibes Cartel oh, albums, though. No, I don't know. I don't know, you know. That's Hold amazing. on, what's
1: a fi- Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> hard to tell what's yeah. official.
2: Yeah, there's enough tapes in that.
1: Exactly, because no he knows albums, yeah. he knows that I shell it in the tape. I shell it with the with the rhythms. I shell it with with the singles. He's not forcing the album thing. And then there was that one time, yeah. <laughs> he experimented. I forgot what the song is called, yeah, but it that sounds was a like banger. it sounds like an indie rock song. Yeah, yeah, that was. But a big banger. up him for trying. Mm. So I think maybe with dance dancehall. Artists need to have a conversation with themselves and go, am I an album artist? Or am, or do I just need to think about the mixtapes, think about the people I collab with to cross over, think about the singles? Because it's actually not by force.
0: Listen, I love both genres, yeah? Afro mm. beats and reggae dance, or reggae dance or and Afro beats. And I don't even know if I want an answer from anybody about this, yeah. But <laughs> arguably, see the Whiskey album Made in Lagos, you can maybe say that there's not been an equivalent album in reggae dancehall that's a lot to say there's been some big selling albums but i'm talking about an album of like versatility a proper album we've had big pop albums from reggae dancehall but have we had an album from a reggae dancehall artist like made in lagos it's a lot to say just think about it
1: no let me I'm say thinking. let me tell you why <laughs> yeah at first i was like ooh but i say no because the album that album yeah not one dead song and a lot of people have said that not one dead song i can listen to that album from start to finish and i'm very picky with albums yeah. but i feel like maybe i need to go back into the archive i feel like there's one album that can in terms of no me these songs are no songs i'm like skip that that's why i say yeah because the like there's no skips mm. no skips
2: on on a wide on like a yeah for the people i think you could be right you know but for me bruv super cat's first album see was it i don't know in the 80s man the first one mm. that for me is better than that but that's just for me innit? it. that like no one personally. else yeah personally but no one mm. else gonna think that so maybe there is for people but on a wide scale, maybe
0: not. We're talking al- about an album that would rank in like biggest albums of the year or yeah. like of a decade, like when oh, they make yeah. them lists and they say like timeless albums and stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Made in Lagos is going to be in those lists for years to come. Are yes. you G- just saying Dancehall? Dancehall, man. Like, you oh, know what okay. I'm saying? We've we've gone into this kind of like Afrobeats versus definitely. reggae dancehall and like the differences in, you know, the prosperities of both of those genres.
2: I can't think of a dance album off the top of my head. No. Mm. So then, that, the fact that I can't think of it off the top of my head means no for me.
0: Mm. Mad. <laughs> yeah. On-site, SK Vibe Maker, Glory, Davda's here. Come Davda's on. just put on his jacket. I feel like <laughs> he's feeling a bit cold and that. It's Getting yeah. a bit like, the conversation's getting a bit chilly for you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> it's getting hot, but you get me different style now. I want to send shout-outs to Koji Radical. He just released his album, Reason to Smile. And, um... <laughs> I' cool reason to smile, but this year's been mental. It's been a lot of things going on in the year. We've just been having a global few years where people have been trying to manage their mental health because outside of your house there's been a lot of things going on and i don't know if this is to force us to staying in our bedroom under the covers and that because maybe that's a very safe place to be but you can't always stay in your bedroom under the covers and i'd say that living in the uk living in london we're in a safe haven as well because we're protected from a lot of the crazy things that's going on in the world but back to koji radicals album reason to smile is the name of the album. And it had me just thinking about my reasons to smile, my purpose, the things I should be like gracious for, and like loads of like the positive things that I need to have at the forefront of my mind to keep my mental health straight and keep my head above water. Because sometimes these things could just roll on top of you and you could just feel like you're in a flipping mental prison. You know what I'm saying? When you think about some of your reasons to smile, what have they been over the last few months, man? Um,
2: you know what, yeah? It's just deep in how alright my life actually is. Now, it's actually cool, man. Like, I might get stressed about something. Like, my, oh, my radio stopped working in my car and I'm a DJ. And I ain't got a radio that works in my car. Like, what type of DJ are you? But then, bruv, it's calm, man. I just played music from my little Bluetooth speaker. I'm not stressing. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like, little things like that. Like, what, what, am I, what are you actually worried about? When it's something deep, I'm even more grateful. I've got people around me that can help me. You get me? I'm just happy, so... Yeah, man, no reason to to be vexed or be sad,
0: mm. really and truly. What about you, Glory? Is, is Glory your actual real name? Like, like Are you living <laughs> a know, glorious life? Is that <laughs> what it is?
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man, my parents manifested it when they named me. Crazy. Um,
0: <laughs> what's it called? Reasons to Smile. No,
1: nah, but on a serious note, my name's Glory. My government name is similar to that, but because when I clocked I was named after someone else. I was like, no, nah, we're going to change that. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's glory but um there are many things i have a reason to smile so it's like categories like materialistically obviously i'm happy that i have a roof over my head and i have a job that can pay for that and the food and the fridge and stuff but then on a more internal personal level um i think after the first lockdown the original og lockdown I embarked on my own spiritual journey and just seeing the growth and like escaping the matrix bit by bit and kind of understanding the life that I've been set to live on a deeper level has been so euphoric like obviously it'll be hard at times because at the end of the day I'm a human being I'm flesh but spiritually that's been amazing and the support system I have like not a lot of African young people that have parents that have migrated here can say that no matter what career path or what kind of decisions they've made in their lives, that their parents have always been there to be like, we've got you. Mm -hmm. As long as you're happy, we got you. And um, I did that and I'm grinning teeth for that, Um, especially my siblings as well. They're like, you know, as long as you're calm, like we're calm, like do your thing kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And simple things that in my week, Every week going to radio, I promise you, it's the highlight of my week. If I don't have radio, I'm just like, I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So those are my reasons to smile, man.
0: I think the balance between um, doing what makes sense and doing what you like is um, is very important. And sometimes I sort of sit down to myself and I think, why are you actually... Everything that you do is not supposed to make money. Let's let's cut to yes. the chase. So sometimes I sit down and I think to myself, like just on a, you know, reviewing what I'm doing, I'm like... How much sense does this make? But then I realized this is actually for my mental health. Do you know what I'm saying? Like pre-recording mixes for my radio show a certain time and just doing mixes or buying pieces of equipment. Like, Is it going to pay for itself and blah, blah, blah. But it's about keeping the mental health and the well-being right. I think an important thing for me, um, a reason that I smile is doing the majority of my life of what I enjoy doing which I think is a good place to kind of get at eventually in life. So I like to wake up with purpose in my days, man. I wake up with a to-do list every single day. Mm-hmm. I wake up with an alarm every single day. I don't know if someone would say, that's a bit OT. I don't want to oversleep. I don't think I would oversleep, but I wake up with an alarm clock every day, even on the weekend, day off every day. So the latest I wake up like, on the weekend is like 930 I have to be awake because I can't let the day pass me by. So that also involves me sort of not going to bed too late or just staying up for whatever reason. Because I also think that we're just not supposed to be awake certain times. If I'm at the house and I'm DJing, fair enough. If I'm in the house, I've got to go sleep. I like my day to be pushed forward rather than back. So I'd rather go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. So I yeah. have an earlier start rather than have a late finish and then a late start, if you know what I'm saying. So I like to wake up with purpose and that gives me a reason to smile, knowing that I'm waking up, I know what I'm doing and I'm doing what I enjoy doing. You know what I'm saying? Buying a lot of equipment over the... um, over the pandemic as being both a gift and a curse. You know, some, sometimes you look at your bank balance, you're like, did I really need to buy that? <laughs> but then you realize it makes things a lot easier and what you mm. need to do at like pre-recording your shows, being self-sufficient and stuff like um, creating content and all that kind of stuff. But um, doing radio, doing interviews, give me a reason to smile a lot of the times. And a very therapeutic training, you know what I'm saying? Whether I'm jogging, running, skipping, hit training. I haven't gone to the gym for two years is a reason to smile and very good for my mental health. What are you saying with the training, Dev? Have you been training?
2: No, yeah. I started playing football again because I was so unfit. Even now I'm unfit, yeah, because I just stopped everything. I was just... All I do is sit on my laptop and do some kind of work musically or something. And it goes on till early hours in the morning. So I'm literally the opposite of USK. But mm. but um, it's cool for me, though. But then I was deep in like, my health, man. I can't be... I can't let myself get mashed up and I can't even run three miles or something that's dead so then started football I can't go to gym though gym is not for me like when I start doing weights I'm like what, what am I doing bruv
0: like what is this for why do you say that because you feel like people are watching you or I don't know I just don't I need competitiveness
2: like mm. I don't know if there's a weight maybe if I had a personal trainer or something mm. that some someone saying come on maybe yeah but yeah, football for me is just great. So I, I see
0: love. where the competitiveness comes from. Like when you go to the gym by yourself, what you yeah. do is you record what you're doing and you try to beat it every time. Oh yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Whether it's the amount that you're doing or the time you do. Mm. So I train a lot by myself, but how I keep my motivation is by recording what I'm doing. So like when I run, I make sure I do at least what I've done before and try to yeah. do it in a quicker time. Do you know what I'm saying? Or I try to stop lesser times, like lesser amount of times when I'm running around. So I try to run at least three miles and that is... Um, each way around my local park is half a mile. So I do six laps and that's three miles. Mm. You know I'm saying I've got the little timer thing. So I try and do it in quicker times and with less stops. Mm. So that's a way for like, what you're kind of basically talking about when it comes yeah. to going to the gym is motivation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the motivation is doing more and doing quicker. Mm-hmm. And I, kinda, I kind of, um, I'm a glutton for that, man. So yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm quite a competitive person. Not aggressively competitive, but I'm competitive with myself. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not about being competitive with other people. Yeah, yeah. I've got my own standards. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to that, that's where I keep myself going. Mm. The gym thing, the reason why I ain't gone there, I stopped going to the gym March 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic because I said, I can't really justify this being um, cleanse, cleanse um, hygienic, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because the next man That's how I was talking about before With the dog sitting on the seat And um, public in transport And people sitting there And then sitting on their bed Because the dog don't wipe their ass. Is that the same way how A lot of people I can't rely on your sort of hygiene
1: But then that's why you take A mad dental shower When you get home it?
0: I hear that
1: Because we're always touching things. Like we're right now I'm touching the sofa Or like when I'm walking And we, we collide yeah, the, with a lot of germs But the sweat is, is a different know. thing
0: and when you uh, put your hand on someone's thing and not only have they been sweating <laughs> but it's a COVID sweat yeah yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying it's and we've got to realize now as well that people can come out their house without like what's oh, it called now without what's the thing called again when you had to st- without you know when you got the COVID, and you're supposed to stay in isolating they don't have to isolate oh, now yeah. so them rascals could be in the gym <laughs> yeah <Rascals. it's> <laughs> <What> i'm saying <laughs> so that's what i'm saying yeah so it like, could be anywhere though. It could be anywhere, but they could be in the gym. Yeah. And the gym is very close. Mm. It's yeah, very close. Very steamy. And that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But my reason to smile has been definitely like keeping myself on this music thing, doing interviews, creating content, and training. Do you know what I'm saying? Very therapeutic. I feel like you're someone who does something like you're, you're into mm. the therapy, the self-therapy 100%. thing. Um,
1: in terms of exercise, I love a walk, you know. I love walking long distances. Um... And just listening to podcasts, walking. I haven't been to the gym for a bit due to motivation. But when I do go to the gym, I go at mad hours to avoid other people. But in terms of therapy, it sounds mad. I recently bought a colouring book I'm at my big age. But honestly, it's really therapy. I like my incense stick, um, like my candle as well. Lower down the lights, colouring book, have something in the background or just silence. Just being in the present moment and just deepen what i'm doing because life can be quite hectic all the time you're just like gotta be there gotta be there got but then just being present with yourself checking in with yourself like how how was today like how did you feel about that that person said that like how did you feel why did you feel like that understanding me again
0: let me ask you where you got the idea to buy a coloring book because as you said that i'm thinking about and i'm thinking (laughs) Imagine me sitting down like at the table this weekend with a coloring book and some like some new felt tips or some new um, pack of pencils that I bought. Like, what would that actually be like? But where did you get that idea from?
1: So I wanted to start acrylic painting originally because I was like, oh, I think I can do it. Mm. Um, and then next to the paints were the coloring books, and I said, you know what? I think I would prefer that. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> My thing you know, what, look,
0: is it. there in a in a, in a like coloring painting book is there like dot to dot in there as well
1: no no it's not dot to dot like <laughs> i'm not five it's like pictures already drawn <laughs> it's either like a horse where
0: do or, you like, get them from though
1: you can get them from poundline you is can get the them thing? for the pardon
0: is it sorry is it the number that's what like? we're talking
2: about like, dot to no, dot that's not, dot not the dot. Dot. No, as in they give you n- different numbers for different colors no. oh it's not that
1: i've got i bought the coloring pencils separately it's not crayons it's like the oh. pencils isn't it okay it's just pictures already drawn in, and then you colour it however you want to. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we're
0: DJs, isn't it, Davda? I mean, like, I know Glory's getting into the DJing thing. Does your therapy only include you getting on them decks? Um, now, you know what? The
2: best thing I can do is make music. Like, I la- like literally, the other day I went to Canberra Sands. Have you heard of it? It's some town in, I don't know, East Sussex or something. Mm. Yeah. I went to my in Banks, yeah. And we just made beats for, for like, three days. And it was lovely. Like I was like, yeah, man. And when I listened back to the beats, I was like, bro, I was on a different, on a different tip. in mm-hmm. three days, and it's just yeah, that's that's what my therapy is. But I do also enjoy drawing. You know, Like, little in school, I used to doodle all the time. And even if I ever get any pen near me, I'm doodling on sat in my hand or anything. I'll just doodle, doodle. So yeah, I think anything where I can just express myself is
0: enough. I suppose uh, a lot of people will actually do doodle, but they do it in a different, like, sort of shape and form, which is mm. graffiti. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Certainly, as you go, you see bare graffiti all over the place. I remember one time when I was in school, man, and we went to a shop and we bought the spray, we bought them them spray can things, and I had a little attempt at it, but I was no good. Yeah. You <laughs> know what I'm saying, man? Have you ever done a graffiti thing?
1: Nah, nah. I want to try it. Though.
0: I want to try it. Yeah, I respect them people. I see some crazy graffiti murals out there, and I'm like, yeah. wow. Yeah. It's like the same thing with tattoos and that. I'm yeah. saying I admire people's tattoos, but I'd never get one. I don't think. What? Nah, so, nah, 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 nah. Do you know what though? Like I know you've got like piercings and stuff, yeah, but I just don't <laughs> think my body is supposed to be pierced or given tattoo.
1: Nah, I hear it. I feel the it.
0: you know same. You
2: know, it's weird. Yeah. I don't think I can like, I can't. Yeah, maybe I'm not butt. scared though. I'm not scared. I'm not even scared or nothing. You're not you know? scared. No, I yeah. like needles, you know. Like, like needles. needles. No, like Sorry. Okay, you see you not know, see now, yeah. <laughs> My brethren take the mick out of me. They call me needle because I like <laughs> needles. I don't know why. But yeah, I like, I like what, needles. But I mean, like, do you be jacking up regularly? No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. But when I go to doctors and they give me little blood, I'm like, yeah, man. You're like, oh, let's I'm have saying, it. Man. Yeah, <laughs> let's have
0: it. Yeah, I have no problem with it. I film the, them when they when they, when they they do that stuff. I have no problem with their injections, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, yeah, nah, I'm not trying to get no tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't for like a lot of people around me, like family and that, wife who's got that, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just not she can get them for me. You know what I'm saying? Aww. Yeah, I'm not I'm not that like, yeah. I don't know. But I feel like if I was to get one it would be something mad meaningful. Yeah, have mm-hmm. like, I'm not getting no no disrespect to anybody. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> getting no lips tattoo on my neck. Yeah. I'm not getting the praying hands or anything like uh. that. I'm not getting cards. I'm not getting a snake that's wrapping around my arm. Oh. But as you're saying,
2: I'm picturing every single thing you're saying mm. exactly how people get it. It's nasty. <laughs> Do
1: you
0: know what I'm saying? It's nasty. I don't know if I'd get a, even a neck tattoo though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And you know, some people get tattoos like where nobody can see, and they get it there for a reason. Now, if you've seen that tattoo, that it's been an intimate moment.
1: Yeah, I can't so. lie. I'm I'm one of those people like I'm due to get a, a back one in a few weeks, but like I feel like if you see that, then you mean a lot to me because the graphic itself is like, I saw it on Pinterest. We're saying that, that's for it. your
0: ting. That's what you're Not saying. Not even my ting. I <laughs> feel like
1: that's for my partner. Like, or if I'm wearing a dress and then people see it, they're like, oh, okay.
0: Mm. Do you know what I mean?
1: Like the graphic is like a woman that's naked and then there are plants coming outside of her, outside her body. Mm. So I'm like, that makes sense. Like there's more to every human being.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: hate those people, but I'm scared of the pain though.
0: When it comes to starting your your day, how much purpose do you try to step into the day with? Like, is that something that's at the, the front of your consciousness? You're like, like me personally, I don't freestyle my days, innit? <laughs> so every single day, and this again might be a bit OT, every day is planned out. Yeah. So I have like a, a to do list which is time scaled out. That's every single day. Mm-hmm. I feel like which is weird, I don't know if this is a problem I need to see a psychologist about, yeah. But when it comes to having a day off, all I do is thinking up ab- think about working. Bro, literally, yeah. Same thing for my calendar. It's just
2: long. Bro, what it's kind of you have you got, man? It's Google Google calendar. You can colour code it Yeah, That sound uh, that looks mad still. Yeah, it's nice, it's nice. Cause I can yeah, every day man, same thing. Just wake up and well, my, like I'll know what I'm what I gotta do and it's just that like, how I approach it. Like, what am I gonna do first? Da da. But yeah,
1: as long as your relationship with work is healthy, that's what I think. It sounds healthy over there. No, it because sounds healthy over here.
0: The calendar <laughs> and the to-do list also includes break time. Okay, Do you know what I'm saying, right. and okay, it includes cool. a clock out time. All right, and it includes buffer time as well, like just in case something overlaps. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it can't be so like sharp, yeah. like clockwork, because there's going to be unconventional unpredictable things that happen in a day. So I always allow for a little bit of buffer time in there because another thing where you might feel like failure is if you have a to-do list and you never finish the to-do list, you mm. get, you're get you going to have a sense of like failure. It's you true. didn't complete the day. So like
2: if you put too much in a day and you can't do it, like you can't physically do it, you feel bad that you can't do it, but you couldn't actually ever do it. But
0: mm. you couldn't it ever has do to, to be That's a realistic to-do to- list. Exactly. It has so to what be do, realistic. Do you, do you not go into the day with a to-do list? Or, like, your calendar, your day <laughs> plotted out. Because I, not to judge you, yeah, yeah. I'm mind-blown by people that don't use a calendar. See, my, I'm absolute, m- absolutely mind-blown.
1: Wait, people don't use, ca- w- as in at all? They don't use it at all?
0: Little to I let none. I can see why
1: you're mind-blown, because I have two calendars for, like, my nine-to-five job, and then my personal. And then I have, like, the colours as well. <laughs> and then I have to-do list. Um... So I start out my day thinking how today can feed to my greater like aspiration or the lifestyle that is coming. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, yeah. In terms of health, the relations I have with other human beings, the relation I have with myself, and then work kind of thing. And then I do my to-do list. And then each one of those things should cater to that. So whether it's I meditate, which caters to me as a being, and then I like shower it caters to me as a human being and other people because if I smell that's mad mm-hmm. and then my work stuff and then after winding down kind of thing and checking in with family like I actually have to write it down otherwise mm-hmm. it would just get clotted so yeah that's how I do my days like I
0: say we ain't trying to judge but maybe the people that don't have a calendar have impact memory and that mm. is a definite superpower it's true yeah. do you know what i'm saying see them superpowers there that people don't talk about memory <laughs> like you could actually just remember yeah. bare stuff shocking. Right? and also another superpower you could just wake say tomorrow i'm waking up at 6 15 and you just wake up you that can train that your body to do that i know you can train oh, it yeah. but that might no. be that day that your body's very tired and you don't wake this up at that time this is it i can't have that happen mm-hmm. money, money 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 will last yeah do you know what i'm saying i can't no nah, it's crazy I have to make. That's what i'm saying Time is money, and that. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) S.K. ViMaker, Glory. Davda. Been another episode of Onsite Podcast. You done now? Know yourself out here. Network.
1: Yeah, man. Come on.